This is episode 85 of the Hollow Chronicles podcast, where we are talking Galaxy's Edge musts with our buddy Keith, with a little bit of the Jackson 5 and a Red 5 Design toy review. Josh, hit it. <laughs> Sure is hot in these rhinos. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh. I love that scene. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Hollow Chronicles and the, the hot, sweltering Pacific Northwest. The, it's more like the Hello Chronicles. The Hello Chronicles. Hot. Damn. Record breaking heat in the Pacific Northwest, but we are still here for you. The land where you don't have a tan, you only rust. You rust. But we're getting the heat. Oh, my goodness. We are getting the heat so much. Uh, what did we, we We reached 111. So it's pretty hot. It's oh, pretty hot. It's locked up. Sorry. We're 35 to 40 degrees above our average <laughs> right now. I think the heat is affecting our connection. It's, so we apologize in advance if uh, everything. Uh, everything. If we go away, we have some great guests. They'll keep the show going. So no worries there. No worries there. Speaking of the show tonight, Josh. We've got a lot to get through. Um, we're, I mean, we've got the Jackson Five, yeah. which is going to be awesome. We've got, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we've got our buddy Keith, who I have dubbed him as a Galaxy's Edge. Excuse me, a Galaxy's Edge expert. He's bad. He's bad. <laughs> All right. And then uh, what else? What other song? What other song? Uh, can I, put here? I don't know. <laughs> Red Five Designs sort of you at the end, but that it also ties in with Keith in a really timely way. And maybe, maybe if we still have people watching, we're gonna talk about maybe some new toys coming up. Okay. So, and we hope you're all staying cool out there. Thanks for joining us tonight, Josh. Where can you find us now? Oh, you can find us at Hollow Chronicles. Just Hollow Chronicles. Search it anywhere. Twitter. We got us on YouTube, Hollow Chronicles. We're on Facebook, Hollow Chronicles. We're on Instagram, Hollow Chronicles. We're even on email, holochronicles at gmail.com. And we're also in another spot. Oh, Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Shout out to the patrons. Uh, slash Hollow Chronicles. Slash Hollow Chronicles. All right. Um, if you don't know how to spell Hollow Chronicles, just Google us with whatever spelling you got, and we're on the fifth page. <laughs> <laughs> just after yeah, Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> you gotta scroll down. Yeah, a little just bit. scroll down a little more. Anyway, anyway, shout out to the people in the chats this evening, our faithful holo cronies. Uh, we got Matt and JD and Gilster and Gary and uh Mark, the shabby one himself. Shabs. Uh, Scuba's here. I mean, we, the gang's all here. So, I mean, we will uh, we will be clicking on you guys here momentarily. But Josh, we are going to start things off tonight with our good buddy Jackson and the Jackson Five. Remove headphones now. Is there The stuff, the stuff of legends. 
Look at him. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, it looks like he's having connection oh, issues. No, too. Oh, no. He's just a trickster. Ah. He's so, just a trickster. Ladies and What's gentlemen, up, this is this is Jackson. Jackson has been doing a bi-weekly comic review, kind of like classes in session, and he's going to teach us something. What are you going to teach us today, Jackson? Yeah, man. What do we got? Well, everybody get close to the set or <laughs> the television set. Thank you. Whatever you're watching on this. Uh, uh, all right. So we're going to be talking about Vader Down, which is uh, a Marvel uh, one-off issue uh, that was the start of a crossover, a limited crossover between the main Star Wars title uh, and uh, the Darth Vader title. Now, the Darth Vader title and the Star Wars comic in Marvel, they started up in uh, 2015. So this is the big... This is the big tentpole uh, comic series, Star Wars and Darth Vader, uh, uh, after the Disney acquisition. So it was January 2015, both started. They were both running at uh, in parallel tracks, uh, taking place immediately after um, the uh, the uh, the Death Star exploding. Okay, so okay. Um, Death Star One. Yes, that's that's our one. So uh, I'm not sure if in the biz. If you, either of you guys read any of the, these comics, I think I have read one okay. or two, but my recall is next. That's to okay. Zero. That's okay. So so it's interesting because uh, Vader is dedicated on find out who the pilot is that built uh, that destroyed the Death Star. It's all canon okay. now, so okay. it's worth it's worth checking out. Uh, okay. But Vader Vader Down uh, was published. And released uh, November 2015. Okay. And it uh, centered on uh, the story where Vader uh, crash lands after basically running into Luke's uh, X-Wing. Crash lands onto a planet. And then the Rebels know he he's on this planet. And they understand that this is their best chance of taking him down. And thus, Vader down. And then the, the story takes place over, I think, six issues. Okay. But... Um, of course, We've got a Vader down. <laughs> Vader yeah. down. It, you you guys have to Vader it, down. It, it, it's worth reading. It's it's pretty epic in how Vader kind of handles the rebels, if you can imagine. Um, but I don't want to give the spoilers too much. However, uh, it is it it. Bo Thank you very much, Shabby. It is an awesome comic run. Uh, Forty-seven different variant covers. Whoa. So yes, that's serious? cool. That's cool. Yeah. 47, and I wanted to show you a few here right now. If you that take is. a look. See, so how would I know if I've read this comic? <laughs> this is all yeah. for the first one or just 47 out of the this six? Is, this is 47 different ver uh, variant covers of the same comic. Wow. Vader Down, number one. So Vader Down, uh, Vader Down number one, is the one-off issue. And then the story continues in Darth Vader, number 13. Star Wars number 13, Darth Vader number 14, Star Wars number 14, and then concludes in Darth Vader issue 15. And that's the wow. end of that Vader down arc. Now, the arc itself was written by Jason Aaron and Karen Gillan. So they were both the lead writers on both the Vader and uh, the Star Wars series. So they kind of took advantage of uh, working together. And uh, I just wanted to show you a couple of my favorite variants. Now, the issue was it was a larger comic, so uh, retail price was uh, four dollars and ninety nine cents usually uh, at the at the newsstand. Uh, but if you're trying to track down a copies now, you can find them for a little bit more than that usually on eBay. Uh, let's see, 
also is is one worth more than another perhaps oh oh, well andy we're getting oh don't you don't you you. did want to show you what a setup (laughs) you guys remember uh john tyler christopher who did the action figure variant covers i showed you before yes yes uh, yes, we do jackson well i love them i love them those are oh they're so right yeah so you you uh you get the early bird on the right and then the uh the checklist on the left Mm-hmm. And those, these are both uh, variants for Vader Down Number One. Uh, wow. Additionally, now uh, this is something that because you have multiple comics in the series, you can actually pull this off pretty easily. But take a look at those, right? Pretty neat. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. like the old TV guides. So know? that's wait, so yes, wait, I have because Vader. Wait. Oh, okay. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, wait, wait. I won't talk. I won't talk. Oh, all the covers lined up together. Whoa. Oh. Mm. If you had, if you had like uh, one of those uh, comic frames, like I have, you can pull this off in your own home. Wink, wink, Andy. Nudge, nudge. Say no more. Nudge, say no more. Nudge. <laughs> By the way, yes, Doctor Afra, uh, her Afra, two yes. and and Black Crescent are Black Crescenton. I'm sorry, are both uh, are all in this uh, series as well. Triple Zero and uh, yes. what's the other guy? BT. Mister BT. Yeah. Luke's got like a scimitar saber. Oh, look Isn't at him. Cool? Yeah. Dude, Dude. Kind of distorted like he's like like he's really swinging it, right? Yeah, he's um, really swinging it now, with authority. This was the uh, the actual uh, cover A. Cover A is basically the 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 most common uh, release cover on the left. Uh, it's Mark Brooks that did that one. Again, you can find these for about seven or eight dollars. Uh, the right one is is a ver- what we call a virgin variant. So there's no there's no writing on it. It's just the the cover art itself. That wink, would wink. probably, yeah, exactly. That would probably go for twenty or thirty dollars. Now, where I start to get interested in is some of the the weirder variants. And uh, Phil Noto is one of my favorite uh, comic book uh, cover illustrators, and he did this one. I'll show you right now. Oh, look at that! Oh, uh, oh, you, oh uh, wow! Huh? Wow, with Afra, yeah. Right? That Very is, cool. And, I, and Luke in the background. Right, Look at that. Right. With they instead just, of uh, X Wings or TIE Fighters, that's so right. It's awesome. So uh, you can get your hands on the left, which is a, a Vienna Comic Con uh, variant exclusive. And then uh, additionally, the one on the on the right is a sketch version of the same one. Um, but yeah, those are two of my favorites, just because they they take that or, original. Um, you know, movie That's poster so cool. and kind That's of perverted so cool. it almost to the dark side. And, and come on, Afro looks hot. let's let's be honest. yeah, that's yeah, that's does. the Tom Jung artwork. Now, that's my second favorite cover, okay. Do you guys want okay. to see my favorite? Numero cover? uno? Are you yeah, ready right. for this? Like they say in Vienna. Oh, what does that look like? Went in. Oh, that's the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, oh, the, oh there's the, Jackson. Look at, look at, look at him. Some some bitch. Look at him. He's got the ears. Oh, he's about to die. Yeah, <laughs> he's about to die. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jackson oh. Immortal. Jackson Immortal. That's the new VR game, by the way. Jackson Immortal. Jackson Immortal. Okay. Now, it's amazing. Or, or immoral. I, you know. Whatever. Immoral. Yeah. Um, Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. So, 2022. So that that issue is is probably I think if you wanted to get that it's a little bit more uh, expensive. It's probably about thirty to forty dollars. But now that's the one. Have? Look I at have that. Two. That's I have very two cool. That. Excellent. Now the uh, now the one on the right, however, is a one four thousand nine hundred ninety ninth. 
ratio cover. Uh, it's by the same artist. It's basically with the color removed, except for Jackson. It's uh, by Chip Zdarsky, who's uh, generally a writer, but he does some comic art occasionally. Now, I'm going to ask Andy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Andy? Because Andy, Andy loves this kind of thing. Andy, mm -hmm. how, much, how much do you think that cover is selling for on eBay? Give me like your ballpark estimate for the top amount. Uh, just not graded, just uh, loose comic. Oh no, we'll, we'll talk. Mm. We'll say graded. We'll say graded. Okay, graded. I would say fifteen hundred bucks. Whoa, fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Well, okay. hold on. Can I go? Yes. Is this like the price is right? I think it's eight hundred and fifty. Eight hundred fifty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's Jackson, graded. Both of you guys graded. Yeah, that's graded. Sure. Now, okay. well, hold on, hold on. Let's do some math here. He just said the one four thousand and ninety ninth. What so, ratio? So, after, so for every four thousand, there's one of these. Five thousand ish. There's one of those. Four thousand nine hundred ninety ninth. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You're yeah. right. So, so there's one of these. So I'm up in it. I'm going to two k. Okay. Okay. I just prices righted your ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was two thousand and one. Yeah. Are you going right, to? What is it, Jackson? What is opportunity it? to uh, to 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 raise you? No? Okay. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> Gilster, I love your style. I love your style, man. All right. Well, so I'm going to just say that uh, you guys are both a little off. Uh -oh. Now, um, in about three or four years ago, that comic was going graded for about $3,000 to $4,000. However, however oh. if you had some signatures on that, okay, Oof. like say uh, Chip Zdarsky's signature and Stan Lee's signature, mm -hmm. you could be Gee, selling that me. comic. You could be selling that comic for holy shnikes, $699. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a listing from today. But again, that's um, approximate. It, it, wow. It, it, again, you know, and, and just like anything like with toys, uh, the value is what you pay for it, right? Sure. Sure. The perceived now, value is only right. what somebody's willing to pay. Yeah. Right. Now, the next, the next highest listing for that comic is uh just with uh chip Zdarsky's signature slabs mm -hmm. 9.6 uh uh condition it's fifteen thousand. so um yeah i i, I don't have a copy i don't have i was gonna say that. jackson that's not your listing is it mister <laughs> that is not my listing i do is not have a copy selling his own stuff <laughs> i'm still trying to convince chip Zdarsky to give me a copy i see i no, imagine yeah. he has i imagine chip just sleeps in a bed full yeah. of these um but i do have <laughs> I do have that's the one weird, on the left. It's a weird imagination. It is a weird imagination. You know, it's that's you do have the one weird. on the left. So the one on the left is significantly lower and yes. Yep. But okay. still awesome nonetheless. Awesome. It is still yeah. awesome. It so, looks cool. Yeah, and, and that's um anytime you can you can uh, attach uh, uh Jackson to something that, that's worth almost fifty thousand dollars is kind of hilarious. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So that's hey Jackson, uh, that's behind Jackson you on the monitor, I think we're getting our heat wave in the northwest uh, displayed there. Oh, uh, we've, got, uh, we've got fragments of the of the comet coming in. Watch it, guys. <laughs> Engineering. Um Forecast beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. I thought I learned. And yeah. now I'm gonna go look because yes. I know I have um Afra comics where she was first introduced. And yep. so those are Vader down. Afra was introduced a little bit before Vader down. Okay. Yeah, but she was just in Vader, Vader down. Now, um, guys, maybe what I can do is I'm going to send you guys a link, and maybe you can uh, share it with everybody 
Okay, uh, send it to a, our a DM. Yeah, I will, I will. But there's an artist, uh, a digital artist that made a Vader down uh, 8-bit movie. So basically oh, wow. like the, the awesome. graphics like of a Super Nintendo game. And sure. if you if you want the story spoiled, uh, go for it. it it's, it's pretty amazing, actually. Excellent. Okay. Cool. So now I'm going to dig them out because they're actually sitting right over there. Because I think what I did is I kind of went like I bought the you know where they put like five episodes or episodes uh, issues in one book. Yeah, yeah. I know such a comic. Oh novice. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where they no, put like okay. five chapters in uh, yeah. one Each book, like a, like a like a paperback trade paperback or a hardcover. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah it kind of looks like a uh, like a you know graphic novel style. Yeah, and you can actually get Vader down the whole six issue series in a in a trade. You don't have to go and collect the Star Wars trade and the Vader trade. You can get Vader down as a separate. Uh, excellent, that's, that's a separate excellent. Yeah, yeah, it's worth reading. Check it out, guys. I will. Okay. I will. Cool. Jackson, thanks, buddy. Expert as always. Hey, it's good to be here. <laughs> Boom! Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Look, he just froze. Oh, yeah. his eyes moved. Yeah. His, his eyes moved. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it must hey, be the heat. Thank you, Jackson, <laughs> Thanks, very Jackson. much. Uh, Good night, boys. I'm already looking forward to the next one in two weeks. So yeah. uh, it's going to be on. Thank you. Beautiful. You Beautiful it. work. Stay See cool. You, Stay cool. This Thanks, gentlemen. A Jackson 13. <laughs> uh, Matt was keeping track. Yeah. I love it. Actually, I think that becomes the new, like, that's what we surround Jackson 5 with is like, it's never five minutes. Come on, we were tricking you. Five. We can't even get in. We can't even, we can't even script the surface in five minutes. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, that was a wonderful uh, take. And now, like I said, I'm digging those out so I can read them. Next on the list, Josh, we have another guest. And he is our featured guest for tonight's show. Guy that we both know outside of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, known Keith for a little while now. We actually talk to people outside of Star Wars. It's, it's we weird. do have other friends, actual friends that aren't Star Wars related. It just so happens that Keith is a Star Wars fan, too. <clears throat> <clears throat> don't get all choked up i mean we haven't seen him in a while Love the covid Actually, I saw him a couple days ago. um no it, uh, keith is unique because he has a passion for star wars mm -hmm. and marvel which, that part is not unique sure but keith's uniqueness comes in how he expresses his fandom Right, just like everybody does with their collections. Every collection is a little different. Right. That's how we, you know, express our fandoms through our collections. We say that quite a bit here. Uh, but he's he's got a he's got a Star Wars slash Captain America collection that is really, really cool. Right. And what we have Keith on here for today is to talk Galaxy's Edge because he goes to Disneyland more than anybody I know. He's been to the Disneyland in Los Angeles. He's been to Disney World in Orlando. He's and to Galaxy's Edge at both. In, and both. And not only that, he's been, he was in Galaxy's Edge when it opened. Mm -hmm. And he's been to Galaxy's Edge recent. He went to so, Galaxy's Edge for his honeymoon. For his honeymoon. <laughs> that's right. Now that, that that's is, a feather in his cap. That is right a there. feather in his cap. <laughs> so let's sure. bring Keith in. Let's bring him Ladies in. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith. Keith, hey! The Galaxy's Edge expert. Welcome, Keith. Yeah, I mean, it's really bad when you start to cry when you see the Millennium Falcon live and in person, but you didn't <laughs> when your wife walked down the aisle. That kind of took a terrible <laughs> precedence. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, <Whoopsies>. yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Keith, Euro Disney. What's, uh, what's your thoughts? 
when you're going when you're going never never uh, don't need to okay but, no but, uh, yeah you know i mean hong kong disneyland's got the the tron coaster and that might be better than going back to florida which is worse than what we're experiencing here in washington oh so i bet yeah yeah it, that's true. There, was, there was no part of it that was was good weather wise it was bad yeah so, i bet it was a sweaty affair good sir so yeah. keith how many times exactly have you been to the galaxy edges uh so literally california galaxy's edge opened up the day of my wedding okay and i had already planned a honeymoon in disneyland so i was driving down the interstate when you could do the reservations and i literally pulled off and got my reservations for uh for galaxy's edge and then realized that i didn't include my wife on the reservations (laughs) um because that's when you do reservations to get into galaxy's edge right right. um so this makes just two. I mean, I've only been to Disneyland. I was in Disneyland when I was like seven years old. And then on my honeymoon was the next time. And then we just okay. did Disney World. Um, but we're already planning some other trips. So we'll, we're going to try and make it more regular. Yeah. Okay. So you've you've got experience in both locations. Um, real quick, what's the biggest difference between the two, Orlando and L.A.? I mean, really, you're going to look at the lands. They look identical with the exception of paint. The paint in Florida is far more vibrant. And that's because the weather and climate is so much harsher. It's going to bleach with time to match what it will look like. It ultimately looks like in California now. And that's just something they did aesthetically. They knew it was going to be an issue as time goes on, which if you go to Florida, you see it on absolutely everything. It's a very harsh uh, set of climates. So, Primarily, the marketplace is a lot brighter. Um, and then outside of, say, Uga's or uh, Dakodars, those are just a richer color, and it's just going to fade as time goes on. And and just for clarification, Dakodars is the, is, the, is the shop where you can buy collectibles and toys and stuff? Yeah, so if you look at it, the, the real land is divided into two different kind of shopping experiences. You've got or really three if you want to get technical. One is the marketplace, and that's got stuff for the kids primarily. You've got a few little random pieces. Like, I mean, I'm sitting here. I've got a great keychain, and you can get that in the marketplace. That's, okay. that's nothing too bad. But uh, it's all smaller pieces. Stuffed animals, uh, the, the little uh, pets that you can put on your shoulders, which they've got. I mean, oh, the, the monkey now. lizards? Well, yeah, and then you can even do porgs now that have a little shoulder pet version of it. Oh, um, nice. They've nice. got kind of Ray's Stormtrooper, uh, that's doll that she had in uh, Rogue okay. One. They've got things Those like that cool. there. Daco Dars is going to be the stuff that you pay a lot more for. Gotcha. So that's going to be the Legacy Sabers. That's going to be the bust of uh, Palpatine if you really wanted it. They've got <laughs> Princess nice. Layers. Uh, Princess Leia's uh, headdress and hair, and like they've got. Is that parts. where is that where the the life size R two would be? No, actually, that's in the droid section. So the third oh, portion okay. of purchases is really going to be experience led purchases, and that's going to be your build a droid, so Droid Depot, and then Savi's lightsaber uh, workshop, and those the Droid Depot great for especially a younger audience it's a fun thing to kind of go through and experience but then if you just cut through they've got a droid depot shopping selection where you don't build your own droid you just get to buy a prepackaged one but that's where they've got the twenty five thousand dollar r2 was not there actually in uh Ooh, was we had a high roller high roller come through already huh 
Uh, well, the interesting thing is, is they just have a droid for each location. When you buy it, it actually gets custom made for you to ship out. Mm, so you're so, saying they didn't even have one to offer. They didn't even have one to offer or show, which I had heard might actually be something that was going on. People were just messing around with them and they're too expensive. But uh, Adam Savage actually has a video that he just posted on YouTube probably about six, seven months ago where he helped build somebody's uh, $25,000 R2. Uh, so it's, it's a cool experience, but definitely a starter droid. It's still a metal dome, but it's uh, even the the employees, the cast members that are there are like, yeah, this is a good starting point for you. So Keith, walk us through, like, this is my thought, you know, because Disneyland, like you said, is all about experience. Absolutely. And, and as a kid, when I went there, when I go there now with my kids, I have that experience nostalgically. Again, I when I walk through the arches and it says, you know, beyond uh, i don't know the quote but you know after this point you know let your imagination take over essentially is what the saying is yeah how do you feel when you walk in to galaxy's edge i mean what is is there that separation disney's so good at where you leave whatever part of the park you were in and now you're in this area what are they giving you to make you feel that way you know in disneyland i think they actually did it better the transition i felt was a lot smoother and more immersive uh both Orlando, so Disney World and Disneyland have it to where you go under a, a covered area. So when you're in Disneyland, you're in Frontierland and walking into this tunnel. And all of a sudden it goes from rock to kind of a different set of stone and the lighting fixtures change. And then all of a sudden the ambient noise and music stops. And then you just start hearing wildlife, but you know it's not any kind of wildlife you, you we have in reality. Mm -hmm. um, and that moment, you start to realize there's something a little different. And then it takes you through a, a bunch of different pathways. You'll start to see it's definitely designed to be like a rebel outpost. All of the, the lighting structures look like it's just a pop-up light-up setup. And in Disneyland, the first thing, one of the first things you see is an A-Wing and the X-Wing. Mm. It's, uh, it's not necessarily the T-65. It's going to be something from the new, uh, sure, the sure. new trilogy. But it, it's all out there. And it's a phenomenal setup. But when we went to Disneyland, Chewbacca was working on an X-Wing. It's like, great. Like I'm going to stand there and watch Chewbacca. This awesome. poor guy, poor schlub is out there in like hundred degree heat. Wow. So oh, you're saying this was some animatronic then. No, this is it's, a, no, it's, it's literally, you've got, that's awesome. People, and even Ray was out there working on speeders at one point. And the girl that they got to play Ray looks just like her. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's not Daisy Ridley, but they got somebody who was very close and just, general demeanor and everything so is, is it raisy raisy diddly raisy diddly yep <laughs> i dated her in high school <laughs> so so keith when you say immersive you know the by definition it is all i mean to the smallest detail i've heard now neither josh and i have been to galaxy's edge yet what josh hasn't gone yet i haven't sir um i know you guys you you beat me you're still not going you beat me um so Twice. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that even the graffiti in the bathrooms is like an arabesh or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So the key to it, if you really want to have it be immersive is there's an app called Disney play. Okay. And that app actually lets you play games in queue. So say you're sitting in line for Peter Pan, it's trivia and gives you points, but for galaxy's edge, it's got a trivia setup, but it's also a data pad. So you can actually hold it up and it will translate for you. Wow. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, 
which is just phenomenal. It's, it's great to see and, and fun. Uh, one example of little hidden Easter eggs they do is there's barcodes on everything. Even in Rise of the Resistance, you can, it's a QR code and it will start to unlock something and it'll tell you what's in that container. Or um, the, the trash compactor monster from A New Hope, you go to the water uh, fountain and you can fill your water bottle and scan the thing. And then all of a sudden it'll actually come up out of the water. Wow. What it do, it'll roar and it'll drop its head down. That's so cool. I mean, it, they took, it's, it's Disney. They're going to put detail to absolutely everything. Um, I mean, I think I've got probably four or 500 pictures of just the Millennium Falcon alone, just going <laughs> around it. It's that detailed. When we were in uh, Galaxy's Edge the first time, they actually had people like asking us what we thought. Because uh, it was just limited I enough see. people brought yeah. in. I'm like, okay, so realism, like, what'd you think of the Falcons? Like, it's fantastic, except you got the cannons wrong. Because they didn't have the cannons right on it. But I'm OCD like that. So I know <laughs> the guy's like, no, no, we, we we researched it. It's like, no, actually, the barrels look a little wrong. And he, we pulled it up. He's like, you're actually right. Um, wow. So Keith, but, well, Keith, well, actually, Disneyland. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, like, okay, sir, fill out this me, application. Oh, that's great. All right, so the atmosphere is awesome. Uh, I, I'm a big sound guy. So the sounds that you experience, you said that the ambient noise changed, but what are the sounds you experience when you're in there? I mean, what are they giving you? It, it was really weird. It's the only land that doesn't have music. That's, see, that's what I heard. So, yeah. And I actually, when I first went, I did not like that. I actually was hoping for something John Williams. And technically, there is a John Williams score that goes behind things. It's a light music. Uh, I heard it a little bit more on the second trip. But it's really just dealing with all the sounds. You hear droids beeping, things like that. You actually see uh, droid tracks and footprints in the concrete leading all over the place. Mm. Uh, it, they really took the time to, to make sure everything's there. And in true Star Wars fashion, it's all weathered. It doesn't look like it's brand new. All the flags, it looks like it's Maz's. There's just flags torn up, sun faded already. Like brand new, it looked like that. Uh, cool. And in Florida, it looked identical too. So just they- Just a they little really more vibrant. It. Yeah. So and it's funny though, because you could see where the, the sun really hits in Florida because part of that's already started to sun fade. And it's only been open, what? A year and a half, two years yeah. now? Yeah. yeah. Well, Keith, I want to I want to move into kind of what I kind of prepped you for here, and that is yeah. if we're going to do Galaxy's Edge, because no later than May, than May of next year, Josh and I are going to be there, and I'm already looking forward to it. But I don't want to waste my time doing things that maybe would be better with kids because I'm not going to have my kids there. Um, I'll be there. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> older, but I. This is disturbing. You guys should get a room. Give, so, me, give me a balloon. Buddy. Get a I'll do whatever balloons. you want. Give me a balloon. <laughs> so there's. So my question is, you know, what what are the things that what are what are your tips? What are your tips for doing Galaxy's Edge right? Well, there's two things right off that you need to get on, or at least get in a list for, just to have the full experience. And the first one's going to be the Cantina. Second okay. one's going to be Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Now. The cantina, it's reservation only, at least as of now in a COVID world. Uh, it, when it first opened up, it was just the first thing you had to get in line for uh, because everybody burned through the lines for everything else first. If you got into Uga's, they only allowed 
at that point, it was a three hour span and they only allowed a hundred people in. So even now it was the first for Disney world. You have to do reservations for everything. It's one of the first places to actually get a reservation. It's the hardest to book. We couldn't even get in this trip. It was that hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now that said, there's no food. There's absolutely no food. (laughs) It is just drinks. So there's uh, they have alcoholic, non-alcoholic, but it is a great experience. And you, if you love, uh, star tours at all they actually had the original droid and he's now dj rex that's just playing that's rad yeah, yeah i love that um, you have the ig droid heads actually around the bar all the stuff every one of the drinks is a themed drink so one of them is called the fuzzy tauntaun and it actually will like have a pop rock feeling and then make your mouth go numb oh okay cool i thought i, I, I don't know try that one out not <laughs> there you go Every uh, uh, blue milk. I mean, you have to do it at least once. I would never do it again personally. But, I see. But it's it's basically like a rice milk that's frozen. Um, and then Rise of the Resistance. That you literally just have to get a boarding group. So the key to doing a boarding group with Rise of the Resistance is say it's the two of you, or you've got all the family. You have to make sure that your friends and family are all tied to the same group in the app the night before. Because okay. if you try to do it the night of system will crash. And then if they aren't part of your friends and family and you get the reservations, guess what? It's only the people that are part of your group that get to go. Mm. So it sucks. That sounds so empire-ish. It, mean, it's on. very, well, it's, I'm sorry, I but look, it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he, well. It's a human trap made The ultimate now. empire. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that experience <laughs> alone, it's like no ride you've ever seen. <laughs> 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 Sorry, any any are doing goofy and, and Mickey laughs. And, yeah. All right. So that's yeah. good. So yeah, yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure your boarding group includes your family, which is done through the app. So it's all app driven. It's all app driven. They actually okay. did an update here about a week ago. Instead of having to exit out of it every time, you just pull down and it refreshes. But boarding groups start at seven a.m. So you have to be in the app by about six or yeah, about six fifty, and then just keep refreshing, keep refreshing. Um, and then and you're saying that's the that day point, before, day before, or is uh, it's the day, morning uh, of? Morning of, okay. So you got to get your group set up the night before, okay. And then you do your reservation seven a.m. the morning of. You're pulling down, refreshing. We had five adults trying to get the reservations. No, that was your problem. You needed three teenagers. You'd had boarding groups for everyone. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But I tell you, the the first boarding group is 7 a.m. The second one is at uh, 1. And you can literally hear people scream and go, what? And storm out of the park when they realize they didn't get their 1 o'clock boarding group. Because they'll put over the PA like, uh, thank you very much. All Star Wars Rise of the Resistance boarding groups are closed at one oh one. You, it's just done. Whoa. Like it, it goes that quickly. Um, and it's such an intricate ride. There are times it does go down, but the experience to it, it's nuts. So I, I don't want to know anything about it because I know nope. it's going to be awesome. Uh, but I appreciate you going over that because uh, one of our patrons, Mark Magaha. That wanted to know tips on how to get uh, boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance. So, and it's just you literally have to be annoying and tenacious about it. Just keep going on there, and 
I mean, the cast members hold it to a hard line because I tried to even fudge it like, hey, like I had an issue with my app. Could you let yeah. me? And they're no, no, they, they just shoot you down real fast. Yeah. But uh, once you do get the reservations, they're pretty nice about it. But I mean, reservations is the one thing you have to get that figured out. Then the next thing is you have to you have to walk through and just experience it. Because when you're walking through the marketplace, it's like you're on another planet. I mean, they have mm. got everything going. You literally have a transport ship at one point over uh, Doc Odars that it's actually got little hidden uh, Easter eggs. The cargo on it are the years that the first trilogy came out, all three different pieces of uh, of cargo to it. But awesome. it goes rumbles and it has emissions that come out of it. So you'll hear that. And the Falcon is right there. And it, it's not uncommon to see grown men cry. <laughs> Not uncommon at all. Um, but you got <laughs> Kylo uh, and Chewbacca will be running around there working on the Falcon. Kylo's at his shuttle and got stormtroopers. I mean, he interrogate uh, had the uh, stormtroopers interrogate us. They're terrorizing small kids at some point too, so they just have fun with it. That's the the best part about Rise of the Resistance too is they give the cast members that have anything first order related the ability to just give you as much crap as possible. Awesome. Like they send you into an interrogation room and I turned around and told the guy, it's like, okay, well, I guess this is goodbye. I love you. And I didn't think anything. He came back in, got in my face. He's like, that was disgusting. (laughs) 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 But it's a blast. Uh, But then Docodars is my go-to. I I love that one. There's so much cool stuff. Not in Florida as much. Uh, I found that you can actually find pretty much everything that was in that one in the airport with the exception of the legacy lightsabers. But okay. they had pretty much no stock. But huh. in Disneyland right now, they still have it really full. And then the other experience, like the droid building experience, is Sabi's Saber Build. And that one, if you like lightsabers at all, is a app. It's it's so fun. It's entertaining. I didn't actually go in to do the saber myself, but got to see the experience, and it's over the top. It's so is this where you? Better. This is where you can build a custom saber, but. Can you also build a legacy saber? You can't build a legacy saber. Okay. You okay. can build them that look really close, mm. but these ones start at 200 bucks, come with the blade and the hilt. A legacy saber starts usually about 110 to 220, though. Uh, Ahsoka's original sabers that came out, let's see, they're her current sabers right now. They retired those. They sold for Oof. 200 bucks. And right now I'm looking at sold versions that are going for about 1200 to 1500 bucks a piece. Her oh. current sabers that are out right now are again, 200 bucks. And if you can find them, it's amazing. I, there's literally a kid walking around Epcot with two sets. Clipped wow. Freaking belt. And That's those awesome. are going for about 600 a piece. But wow. uh, Mace is the next one retiring and he's, his has gone through the roof too. That's awesome. Uh, I think this this uh, this kind of will transition nicely here. Uh, we had another question from a patron, Gary Moore, who's also in the chat. Woo, Gary Moore, up, Gary? shout out, hey, Gary. Um, Gary <laughs> Gary asked, <laughs> "You okay? You're all right, buddy? Uh, no, I'm dying." No, Gary wanted to know what what were some of the exclusive items to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, <laughs> That, that you can only find there. I guess that's what exclusive. Um, there are a few things. Primarily, it's anything that's in docks used to be the case. 
that you could only get it there. COVID hit though. So they opened up the shop Disney and opened up some of the legacy savers there. Um, supposedly they're, they're, they've got them in Disney Springs. I didn't see any though, though I did find the exclusive black series figures that were supposed to be in parks only there. And uh, some of the kids savers. So they had Ezra Bridger's blaster saber. That was mm. only supposed to be in Galaxy's Edge. But I did find that actually outside in Disney Springs. Mm. Um, but then you'll see most of the, the little stuffed animals and the creature things. If you want the wider variety, that's going to only be in Galaxy's Edge. Because they heard people get really upset. It was one of the perks to going into Galaxy's Edge was that you got exclusive merchandise. And that was a, a big piece to it. And they kind of ruined it when they opened it up to absolutely everybody. But it does make sense. They're trying to keep it the, the hype alive, at least. So Gary was able to pick up the reforged Anakin saber. That is everywhere. Okay, that, that's in that's both the, places. Yeah, that's you can pretty much. That's probably the most prevalent saber at this point. That and Ray's staff saber. Okay. Uh, but if you're looking for the mace, the Ahsoka or Ahsoka current sabers, um, I think you can also find Obi-Wan's prequel hilt pretty much everywhere. Those yeah. are the most common, but uh, it's the new releases that they're going to just have staged for the, the actual Galaxy's Edge. I got you. So when uh, when you go back, because you you were saying that you're going to be going back, is there something that you're going to be looking to get, seeing if is available? You know, there's actually a few things I'm looking at. I love the Sabres. In fact, I mean... The cases yes. were just fun. Uh, the hilts themselves are solid quality. I mean, I've been to Sabre Forge in Portland before. They're great quality, but I mean, right there, you're looking at maybe $300 worth of hilts, and that will get you a non-electronic Sabre Forge. Uh, so, and they mm. look great. Uh, and it's just something fun. It's a, a great experience. Though, I will tell you, Andy, I when I brought yours back, I, I did it carry-on. I know. Yeah. It went through the, the x-ray machine and they thought I carried a bomb. <laughs> they literally stop, reverse it, because I've got three sets of sabers there. Reverse it, and then you just hear this one guy go, what is that? <laughs> I think that's Ray's lightsaber. And then they look at me, and I'm just like, that. He's like, cool. <laughs> but yeah, you almost got me strip searched and everything. Thank you. That's, well, well, that's Andy's. <laughs> he aspires, yeah, right, he aspires to can. that. <laughs> it's a, it's not a day until you've been strip searched. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Uh, yeah. Let's go through. Uh, let's let's. Uh, so we've talked a bit about Galaxy's Edge. Let's give Keith a little. You know, we're kind of doing this in reverse. Let's give him a little review on as as we transition maybe to Keith's. Captain America. I look other passions. We all love Star Wars, right? That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't branch out to some awesome franchises, which of course OG comic franchises in our century, which would be Marvel and uh but let's start with this picture which really really makes me happy. This is who Keith. This is, is Keith. This is Keith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now you've seen Keith on the screen, but you don't see him in this picture. Actually, you see him less in this picture than others, or more than others. But Keith, are, Keith is Batman. Keith, <laughs> that is Batman. a badass Batman costume, Keith. I'm yeah, wondering. you still own that, or did you rent it? No, I actually I bought the suit and then did adjustments to it. And actually, there's a website called the Replica Prop Forum, the RPF. And uh, Adam Savage from Mythbuster fame is on there. And he actually, when I posted 
that we were making the suit because these suits were actually all made in about three months. I made the the claws, the Spider-Man uh, suit and everything. It's for a little guy who was going through terminal cancer. So he had a very nice tumor the size of about a softball. And so we made the suits because he had missed his birthday party a bunch of times and he just wanted to see exactly he wanted to meet superheroes and Batman was his favorite. So we we got as many people as we could and I jumped off of a balcony wearing that thing and good grief, <laughs> I will tell you. It's heavy. <laughs> no, tell me what wait, what? You jumped yeah. off a balcony? Yeah, so uh, it's a restaurant that has a little balcony and uh, I jumped off of it to land. We cleared off a spot and I will tell you, capes are terrible. Edna Mode from Incredibles is right. Because if you go yeah. up the stairs, you literally have to drape it over your arm like it's some sort of train to address. And then if you jump off something really high, then the cape falls over your head and you look like an imbecile. But, I mean, it works. It really made a kid's day. That, that's amazing. That's the important thing. There's nothing like Batman hitting the ground with his cape over his head. <laughs> Dang it. Floundering like he's stuck in a parachute. <laughs> 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 Just resting. Oh, that's great. Uh, so let's let's talk your collection here real quick because okay. we've got some pictures of some of his sabers that yeah, that no we definitely need to show off here. I know behind you, you've got. Oh, you started off with. Sorry, that's all right. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, so that Luke's the cool thing with this one is it actually gives you two. Essentially, where the grenade grip is unscrews off, and you can put on a different one that actually would accept a full size blade. But then they give you this one to display because this is true to screen use, which is awesome. Uh, and it's how I prefer to display it anyway. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful saber. I know, I know we've got some uh, Jedi Luke fans in the chat here. So We do. Uh, and, and of course, Vades. Uh, this Vades is actually or Anakin's uh, reforged whatever. Anakin. Yeah. So, and which at this point, is it Luke's? Is it Anakin's or is it Ray's? It's kind of... Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting just the standard Anakin, but... Uh, well, only time will tell. Yeah. Oh, beautiful pretty, looking. It's beautiful. They, they're they heavy, too. too. They're heavy. Yeah, they're yeah. well made. I mean, and honestly, again, you're looking at, I think that one was 129 You can't, at that price, and then 25 bucks gets you the little stand. It, it's such an awesome piece. I've always wanted a lightsaber like Luke's original. So, like, this was the closest I was going to get, at least on this trip. So, I had to pick it up at that point. Mm -hmm. beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful. There was one more there, Jashi boy. Uh, yeah, it's, oh. uh, Obi Wan's uh, prequel hilt. Is there one more? Mm. Is there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, keep go ahead and talk about it. Well, I'm, you want me to I'll just grab it? Uh, it's not. It's not in the. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. It's. It wasn't in my. Okay. Notes. Oh, I apologize. No, it's probably. I probably didn't do it. There it is. Keith's got it. Boom. Boom. Awesome. So awesome. Obi Wan's. I mean, again. Solid quality, ease of access to change out your batteries, but then they do all come with a little blade cap. Wow! To keep your electronics set. Now the the nice thing with the build your own saber, it doesn't matter what saber you build, you can change the color with a kyber crystal. It's, it's simple. All of the legacy ones, the the kyber crystal has been chosen for you. So Luke's. Right. Return of the Jedi is always going to be green. You're never going to have a blue version of it. Um, but you're set to go there. I have also got an old, uh, like, 2001 Master Replicas uh, Obi-Wan saber. So back before it was as prevalent to see them. But uh, 
it, it's it's awesome. All right, yeah, Keith, you're right. I'm, I'm going to derail. I'm derailing right now, Keith. I'm derailing because I know this story and I want to hear it because I'm going to okay. show this pick. All right, we got some oh. picks here. So we got we got this. Now this is your own. Yep, that's personal, the Mark Seven. That's the Mark Seven. Your own personal shield. I want yep. you to tell the story, the one that involves the maker, not of Star Wars, <laughs> but of <laughs> of Marvel. Will you tell? Just I like this is the the the. The uh, Reader's Digest version. All right, but talk talk us through how you how, yeah tell nearly us about, killed. No, just tell us like give us a, ba a background on like what went into making this really quick, and then well not that one but this one and and just kind of go no well am I even on the right one Keith walk me through this what I have this shield uh, here yeah so that's the pristine shield there's a s standard silver shield pristine that's a actually that's the one you're talking about and then that's the extreme battle damage all right one. so this is the one i'm talking about right here yep. this shield this is the, this was the first one uh no actually these are all the sixth or seventh generation of shields that i had built uh the okay. first ones these are all 25 pounds a piece okay so uh the initial ones i actually was using an english wheel and spun aluminum and just working on a garage and a buddy's uh blacksmithing shop and the old English will. We got a couple of Brits in the room, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started. I saw the first Captain America and wanted a shield, so I tried to buy one. and You couldn't find them, so I started making them. And and you made these out of pure aluminum. These are like full metal. Yeah, so it's full metal. The original ones were just uh, all done in a garage, and then at this point, by the time I got to the fifth generation, and I start, I made the first one just to to have for myself and the guy who painted it wanted it. And so he paid me 1500 bucks for it. And it's like, wow, I could make a side business out of this. So I started making all of those shields. Um, wow. And by the time I got to the fifth generation, I knew somebody with some contacts for mass production in China. And so I actually was able to get a deal going where uh, they took my design for the box, which I think that box is somewhere uh, in the pictures the, too. We just literally built it. Win Winter Soldier box. Look, look up. Gotcha. Keep talking. Yeah. And Where so, do you, at that, at do you that have point, the box with you? Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, grab that because I don't have it. Okay. Okay. I think that's why I didn't post it because I knew you had it. Okay. So the box looks like this to start. Jeez. It is How did you design this? Yeah. 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 Oh, and then man. you just open it like a vault. And we got Winter Soldier version here. And they're originally going to be different covers, but this is just. God, that's awesome. Yeah, Keith, I mean, how many of these boxes do you have? Uh, I've got four of them left. All right. Can I get so, one signed? <laughs> you I'm want it? Scared. Sure. <laughs> sure. Done. Um, they're so yeah, they're 20,000. <laughs> I, I could maybe part with one for 20. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. So beautiful. By, by that point, uh, we started mass producing them because I was selling, I couldn't keep up with the orders that I was getting. So I contacted Disney and wanted to do a partnership with them. Uh, I did it three times and they shot me down three times. They ultimately said, uh, here are our terms. They wanted a certain amount of money up front and then a very large percentage of my profits and said, you can take it or leave it. Otherwise, here's a cease and desist letter. 
Right. <laughs> which that was before Star Wars came into the, the Disney canon and, and family. They've gotten a lot more relaxed with the 501st and everything. So you, you see people popping up with these shields. Not to this level. I mean, these are 25 pounds. Instead of it being done on the English wheel, they're just actually a CNC out of a single block. And then a custom paint job and then actual leather straps to the back. Wow. All right, now these are nuts. Now go to and the story. And they're bulletproof, so that's go, fun too. They really are. So go to the story. So okay, what so happens when you when you take? Uh, it was this. Uh, which shield was it? It was the three, this one. Yep, that one. That one. Yeah. So if you look at all of them, it's actually the one on. It's the out of the circular shields. It's the third one. In fact, okay. it's right. It's right here. All right. Yeah. Give them a. Don't drop it on your keyboard. Uh, it's okay if you do, but I mean, it's they're thick. Yeah. And then does, the, it, does it bounce off a tree? <laughs> I've honestly never tried. Does it return to your hand no matter what? Yes. Okay, perfect. That's uh, just out of guilt trips from handing it to people, and they're afraid they're going to break it. But okay, so uh, you t you took this. Yeah. So there was a. Uh, they announced at Rose City Comic Con, which you guys are going to uh, this year, right? Yeah, a couple months, right? September. Yeah. Keith, will take you with us. Yeah. Hey, I think sure. Why not? Uh, I mean, I've only been to the one. Uh, so I showed up. I bought a, a VIP pass to meet Stanley, and so it included having him do two signatures and a meet and greet for like 10, 15 minutes just with him, uh, and then just. A, a photo op, everything. It's like, great. I, it was super cheap and it ended up being his farewell tour. They announced that uh, he wasn't going to be doing anything after that, which when you, when I saw him, you could tell why he was, he was not in good health at all, but uh, pretty much you, you go in and you have this, it was a weird thing because you have the VIP badge, but they kept putting us in the general population line. So we're standing in line for like two, three hours. And I figured I'd just carry that shield in and be done in like two hours max. It was eight hours total. Wow. Carrying that thing around. Yeah, I got to meet uh, John Hedder, uh, so Napoleon Dynamite fame. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Norman Reedus. He smells okay. exactly like he looks on TV. <laughs> okay, cool. cool, cool. <laughs> Definitely stoned. He was, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so you, you get in line, you're, you're going to get to meet Stan Lee. So did a walkthrough, uh, kind of talked to him a little bit, and he just, he looked miserable if we're being honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you get to go in and you're doing a, a picture with Stan. And we were in line for probably two hours. It was just me. And you just get to be friends with people online. There are people wearing spandex that shouldn't. There are, yeah. It, Always. It's, a, it's a very strange. Cons are very weird. You guys. Yeah. No, they're amazingly they're, weird. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You, you see a lot of Princess Leia's that. Could you should have. Sure you should have. You sure do. You see a lot of. You see a lot of bobas that could have been Jabba's. <laughs> People have missed their calling. But uh, yeah, so the guy in front of me was. He was just waiting. He, he was carrying a, a tactical diaper bag, so like a backpack. And sorry, sorry, Andy just reminded me. I actually have that sound effect. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Um, and uh, he was trying to get his wife's attention because she had the kids out somewhere else in the con just walking around. I think they're talking to the guy, the creators of Pinky and the Brain of all places. Sure. But, uh, 
So he calls her up. He's like, we're up next. You got to get here. So he calls her up. She's like, I can't find you in the sea of people. So I just told her to look for the shield. So I held it up. There's nothing like it. You have people just tearing that. It's amazing. But when she nice. gets up there, he takes the backpack off and he's wearing a light gray shirt. And it was just sweat stained. Oh, it was yeah. nasty. And he he was visibly distraught. He's like, I can't believe I'm going to meet my hero. And he'd been talking about it. Stanley, he had an original Amazing Fantasy 15 sealed wow. in a little vault. Like Stanley was the guy to him. And he's like, this is so embarrassing because I'm never going to get to do this again. So I told him, he's like, just take my shield. Just cover over yourself. You'll be good. His eyes got like that big around because other people wanted to hold it. And I kind of held off on that. But uh, gave him the shield. He goes in and gets his picture taken with Stan. But they only let that one group in to the room with Stan at a time. So it was awkward when I was trying to go into the room. They were there. Security didn't like me at that point. It's like, that's my shield. I'm not going to have my picture taken with Stan without it. And as we do the transition, Stanley looks me in the eyes. And he says, did you make that? It's like, yes. It's like, because I was going to ask, does Chris know that you have his shield? And it's like, oh, man. (laughs) There you go. But then he asked these very amazing words. He's like, can I hold it? And Mm. you got to remember, Stanley at this point was in his late 80s, 90s. He probably weighed about 95 to 110 (laughs) pounds at most. And he's sitting precariously on a bar stool. And... I don't think anything. I spin it around and I hand it to him straps first. Didn't think to warn him that this is that, it, that it's twenty percent of his body. Yeah. Oh man. So Stanley takes a header off of his bar stool into my carrying arms. <laughs> you held Stanley. Uh, you you held Stanley. You, you were his hero. Him and they security swarmed me in the most polite way possible and said. Get your hands off, Mr. Lee. <laughs> so I helped get him to a seat. And then that's where the picture comes in uh, that I think you have, too. That's why I'm standing awkwardly away from him, holding my shield, looking like I'm in trouble. With that child. Well, that's the thumbnail. That's Oh, oh it that's is. The thumbnail. Thumbnail. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I look awkward in pictures anyway. But that was exceptionally, <laughs> uh, exceptionally awkward from you. I, I pretty much killed him. But, yeah, then a little bit later, we actually got him to sign things. So he signed that shield uh, in the, the silver stripe. But the guy ahead of me, same guy as before, pulled his amazing fantasy out of the vault. Stanley had a person on each arm to help hold him up because he was so exhausted. Uh, and he signs this amazing fantasy. And then he signed over it a second time. And so it ruined both signatures and lowered the value of his comic. Oh, my God. You just literally see it. So I'm next. That's such a Stanley move. (laughs) (laughs) To the point that they're like, do you want to have this, like, certified as Excelsior approved? And the guy's like, it's not even worth like I sure why not so I was the next guy up and I put the shield down he's like you sure you want me to sign this <laughs> like yeah it's like where do yeah, you want Mr. me to sign it? it's like Stan you sign anywhere you want so he signs it and I yank that out from understanding <laughs> <laughs> before he forgets he signed it yeah and oh. uh, then he signed another little poster that they give you there uh, which was cool but uh yeah so i almost killed stanley twice okay 
You all watched right. a uh, priceless comic get ruined by Stan Lee. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. That that's amazing. And awesome that you built shields that you're no longer allowed to make. Right. And yeah. that you have a set of shields that are in the process of getting mounted on your walls. Those are all incredible looking. And I've yeah. seen I've seen I've seen not all of them in person, but I've seen I think two or three of them in person, and they are. I've held one. Oh my gosh, they're so held good. One. My toes ached just holding it above them. They're yeah. they're good. It's, I, I think it's I put out a picture of you, Josh, with it. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> like, yeah, you probably do. Not so much Captain as maybe uh, I don't know, Chef <laughs> Chef America. Uh, that was. Uh, that's that was amazing. a great story. Thank yeah. you. And, and that story I'd heard before, and I love it every time. I did not know about the gentleman in front of you in line, though. See? Yeah. You can yeah. you can look next time it you is. tell this story, There's just a... talk about how, <laughs> well, how George, George, George Lucas helped you helped you catch Stanley. Yeah. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Spider-Man came out. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Keith, I think I think our listeners are are just gonna have a real kick hearing about your stories and uh, those on rewind I'm talking about. And, and I've, I'm so thankful that you've been able to hang out with this this evening, share your knowledge, your expertise on how to do galaxy's edge, what, what you have to do in order to check off all the boxes successfully that you need to check off. And, uh, and I know you're going back soon and, and, and I can't wait to hear what you find and what you get down there you know, um, i think you're still looking for the syndula uh calicory yes yeah that is something i've got my eye mm. on through keith i see so he's he's pretty much our peddler he's, he's, he's a he's a he's brought me a few things back he's got he takes an empty hey, case you with got him. a holocron i do we have two holocrons That's via true. keith That's and they are true. somewhere why they were on the they were, what i know do? we got yeah, a holocron thief in the house yeah. holocron thief holocron Anyway, as uh, Bridger, we got him around here. Um, Bridger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but before before we go, before we wrap up this time, and, and thank you so much for sharing uh, your hot and sweaty Monday evening with us here, Keith. We have a little thing that we like to call the Red Five Design Toy and Collectible Review, and this one we owe a big tip of the cap to our buddy Keith for. Were it not for him, do you need to? Yeah, we're good. Okay. I, I think I have time during the. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Come on, man. Okay, Come, okay, on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, I got this. Yeah, yeah we're pros. Sort uh, of. It, were it not for Keith, were it not for Keith. Hello? the stream that's why there it is here we go keith tell us what we got here. what are we looking at 
you've got an official Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Legacy Raid staff saver. Woo! Just came out. Yellow blade, full metal hilt. I mean, what more can you say? This thing is heavy. It's heavy. It's actually it is, the heaviest out of all of them I've picked up so far. Tell you what, it'll just fall into the sand if you drop it. Yeah. <laughs> Without the force. Without the force. <laughs> what what I like about this, there's there's two things that I love about this. And the first is that it's got it's like got a a cloth strap handle through the middle. It's almost like athletic tape, but it's a cloth. And that's yeah. when you look at the fit and finishes on all of the uh, legacy savers, even like the reforged uh, Luke, which they call the Ray now, it's got actual leather to it. Like they, it's it's legit setup on everything. Only oh. downside to this guy, in my opinion, was the uh, the emitter portion of it. I wish those little uh, blades would have been metal instead of plastic. That's the only thing I can say. Yeah, it's, I mean, having held it in, in my hand, it is, it's, it's beautiful. It's a, it's heavy. It's a, it's well-made. It's a work of art. And then the second thing that I like about it is that, let me show you. Oh, here he goes. By the way, we just kicked the, uh, we kicked the fire on, which was, which was dumb. Which is brilliant in this heat. Yeah. Oh. See, oh. there you go. Woo. Yeah. No, move. That yeah, is it's, amazing. It's a, a great piece. I see you still have all the stickers on it, though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, come on. We, we uh, <laughs> for good reason. So sure. this is the Ray Staff Saber, ladies and gentlemen. It is mm. awesome. It is totally mm. awesome. And you guys went through. I love this. <laughs> Who had it? Uh, can't stop what's up. Yeah, Gary, did he? Can't stop what's up. He even knows the song. He looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> that is the royalty free song, uh, that we use for this. You are correct. Uh, but we went through the whole thing. I think that's a first. Um, good job. Good job. Good job. And, good job. And thank you, Keith, for being our mule. Of course. Now, one thing I will say if you do pick up one of these sabers, know that if you want the sound effects, you do have to get the blade too. Okay. Otherwise, it's just static. I think that's kind of fun, though, right? Like you pick up yeah. a saber this year, and you pick up a blade the next. I mean, or you do it all at the same time. It's up to you. But I, I you know, obviously, the callbacks are great as far as going back, and especially when you talk about sabers that are being retired. We had some comments in the chat, like, "Do you think they'll come back, or do you, know, do you think they won't?" I love it. I love it. I didn't. I love, don't worry. Just ambient noise. <laughs> Ambient noise from uh, from Galaxy's Edge happening right now. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. I think we blew a compressor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is amazing. Here, I should hit this just to keep it. Keep... There it is. All right. So, Keith, let me ask you one thing. Uh, yeah. What are the blades made out of? Are they a plastic? Are they a glass? Yeah, they're a, a plastic, a, a polycarbonate, and you've got three blade lengths. I will say... I was looking at them to maybe pick one up for some of my sabers, but I just didn't pick it up. I didn't want to deal with it on the plane. Yeah. Uh, it is crazy expensive if you try to buy it afterwards. Okay. Uh, you're looking at it increasing a minimum 30% if you try and pick it up on Amazon or eBay. 
Do uh, they ship for you? Them. Will they ship at all? I mean, they got to know this isn't they, something. That they will ship. And I actually saw so many people on the plane bringing their Savi's workshop lightsabers yeah. or just boxes to it. It's actually not as big of a deal as I thought it was I going see. to be. Um, but yeah, just I, I wouldn't pay the scalper price to it at all. Never pay the scalper price. Don't scalp it. All right, price. Keithy, baby, thank you much. You're welcome. It's been great. This is a um, lot of fun, man. Good yeah. to see you guys. Are you are you on Twitter at all, or do you have any social medias in case somebody wants to like give you a fist bump for your your shields, yeah. or, or talk about your love of Legos behind you that we really didn't get to talk about this time? But yeah, yes, that's a few a, of them up there. There's a Batwing. There's some. There's an R2. There's. I know you're a, a Lego lover. Yeah, I mean, outside of that uh, Lego Boba Fett starship uh, that was just announced. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm at... Will the pay for that? Should we even go into that? I don't care. I feel so positive right now. Okay, we're going to leave it. Feels okay, so, so yeah, it's KTH Jensen, J-E-N-S-E-N on instagram i think twitter but i'm rarely ever on there so okay i can always add it again all right kth jensen nice shot jensen and that's what on instagram yeah instagram and pretty much everywhere sweet <laughs> i'm trying to add it so to the bottom for these peeps there you go boom look at you mr yeah. Technical. i got it uh <laughs> It's <laughs> Keith. That's why Keith said the audio is dead. Yeah, the audio was dead for good reason. Um, anyway, uh, anything else we want to add here? I mean, we got Keith in the room. We could take it out with Keith in the room. Get... You really do you really want to talk about Boba Fett Starship? I want to talk about the three new Lego sets that are coming out. Okay, one of which. Let's leave it. It's been a good show. Look okay. at Andy. Look at look at the camera, Andy. Could be a great show. There are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming and listening to us. Whether you were live or on the rewind, remember to find us at Hollow Chronicles on all uh, social medias, including Patreon. Yeah, which we're going to throw up. This is our first uh, throw up on the screen. Yeah. Throw right. up. <laughs> I got to finish that sentence. Uh, throw up on the screen. Um, we, we're so excited about our Patreons. It's yeah. been a great couple we got of a weeks. great group. Yeah. And it's also it. like this private little, this little group we have that we get to just sit. I don't know. We're sending them cool stuff. I'm not trying to brag here, but if you're not a Patreon, you're, you're missing out on behind the scenes with Andy and Josh. <laughs> you gotta. It doesn't you, involve you, underwear yet, but uh, let me tell you, it's not an OnlyFans. <laughs> it's really where we just like are like, look how terrible this is. What is going on? Or, That's my side. Or look at how awesome this is. Wow, well, yeah. I know. Or I know. look at this illegal video that I behind took. the scenes illegal <laughs> videos. Okay, now it sounds like OnlyFans. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, it's not. It's, it's not. something. It's that's not even close. It's boundaries. It's better. Yes, it's better. All right. But anyway, thank you for following. Thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing. Ladies and gentlemen, go play with your toys.